Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY hi my name is jonathan the founder of gateway to freedom our next workshop is coming up april 12th through the 14th in texas in the hill country north of san antonio space is limited so call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY to register That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Good day, listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. My name is Jonathan, and I've actually got a couple of friends on the line with me today. So I've got Ann Kerr from True North Freedom Project. So Ann, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. And I've also got Troy Haas with the Hope Quest Group. And so, Troy, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jonathan. Good to be with you guys. And of course, any of our listeners, if you've been with us for quite a while, then you've actually heard these names before because these are folks that we've had on the program before to talk about various aspects of their ministry. And and it's fun to always bring partners back and be able to to have further discussions. But um, I want to just dive right in because the the reason that we have both of you guys back is because, you know, there's this uh, growing collaboration and and networking of like-minded ministries and leaders in this area of sexual integrity ministry that what we're wanting to do is is really try to um, test the theory that we're better together right and so we continue to try to do more and more things together and one of the things that we're going to be discussing a little bit later on is this uh, sexual integrity leadership summit and um, but before we get to that, I would love for you guys to to talk a little bit about what you're seeing in kind of the landscape of the church, especially with the people that you are serving through your ministries, and and why there is such a need for the church to become better equipped when it comes to issues of sexual brokenness. Well, I'll start. Um, it's a great question, and you know five seconds on the news or reading, you know, the headlines of the day. And it's just really clear that all kinds of things are going on in culture, sexually, all kinds of um, struggles, confusion, um, you know, mishandling of our sexuality. And so even I think from someone maybe who's not even approaching it from a Christian perspective, I think we could all kind of agree that we're, we've got struggles in this area, you know, we've got ways that we could grow. And so as, as I look out and, and as I talk with people through my ministry, what I'm seeing is I mainly speak with parents and I see the angst in their eyes and in their voices. And as they look at the world that their children are growing up in and they want to help them move towards sexual wholeness and a God honoring view of sexuality, but they really don't know 
how to do that. And frankly, a lot of them are not very comfortable with their own sexual brokenness or, or the story of, of, you know, the ways that their sexuality was impacted through the years. So I think the church has a real opportunity today, uh, not just for the people within our churches, but for the people outside of our churches who are mm -hmm. looking for answers and looking for direction. Troy, what about you? Yeah, you know, our, our phone rings multiple times a day with pastors and small group leaders and Sunday school teachers um, at a loss as to what to do about uh, their church members, their own lives impacted by pornography, impacted by adultery, impacted by uh, sexual brokenness. And uh, the church and marriages in particular in the church are being decimated by this issue. And I think more so than any other issue impacting the church today, sexual brokenness is, is eroding uh, the very foundation of marriage. It's eroding the, 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 the power and the voice of the church. And so uh, I, what I see out there is a lot of hurt, a lot of confusion, a lot of pain, and a lot of people, pastors and Christians, looking for help and looking for answers. Mm -hmm. And we have a great opportunity to bring that help, to be that voice of saying, here is some help, here are some answers. Yeah, and you know, I think um, to kind of step back and, and see how some of this, this movement of this Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit started, uh, a lot of it started with, uh, with our director of training, John Fort, who actually back all the way back in 2008 when he wasn't even part of our ministry yet god had started putting on his heart like he just kind of planted a seed in him that said man i have a dream i would love to see this movement of christian leaders across the country who would be able to get on, into one space and really be able to come kind of under one umbrella and say, how can we collectively serve the church better in this area of equipping and training? And so that was all the way back in 2008. And then uh, three years ago, about three and a half years ago, um, he'd been on our team for a while. And uh, that's when we started putting together this idea of the Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit, because we'd already been, I mean, Be Broken Ministries from our inception back in 2003 has always been about networking, because I mean, it started with just me and it's like, hey, what can one person do? You know, <laughs> you, we, we need help. And so we've always been a networking kind of ministry. And from there, as we started collecting, you know, key people to be voices in establishing what would this look like, we then planned the first training summit last year here in San Antonio, uh, which drew about 150 leaders from around the country, of which you guys were part of that leadership. And so why don't you guys share a little bit of your experience at last year's summit that maybe has given you a, a spark in your own ministry or even maybe even a greater passion for continuing to move in this direction of trying to equip the church? You know, I think that's, that's a beautiful segue just talking about John and, and, and how all this has come together. You, know, you and I, we, we started HopeQuest in 2001. So you and I started in this ministry kind of out of our own recovery journey and just, again, wanting to help. And uh, Melissa and I just, we've looked around us and there was nothing going on. We wanted to help. 
And what, what, what the biggest thing that, that last year at San Antonio, the first uh, Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit did for me is it helped me to see there's a lot of folks out there and those sometimes we feel alone in doing what we're doing. There's a lot of other people out there and God is actually raising up this army. It was really cool to, to meet all of these different ministries that, you know, for the last 10, 15, 20 years in our own little parts of the world, in our own little pockets, God has been using us and God has been, been, been doing things. And to see that all come together, it was such an encouragement to be around other people that cared about this issue, other people that God had been using in Serena, and to be able to share ideas and best practices and to know not only you're not alone, but we can work together and together we can have an even bigger impact. Because as we said a moment ago, this issue is, I think, the biggest issue facing the church today and will be the biggest issue facing the church over the next 10 years. Together, though, we had this opportunity with literally at SILS, at the Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit in San Antonio, uh, there, was, there was a couple of thousand years of experience in that room, uh, even though all of us have been at this for only you know, 15, 20 years, most of them. The experience and the coming together, just what an incredible encouragement uh, and sharpening that experience was for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved, I loved SILS. It was, and I'm kind of the new kid on the block. I've only been um, working kind of in this arena for the last five years, but to, there was an energy and there was, um, you know, at some point, Jonathan used the word a movement. It really did feel like we were part of something greater. And Troy, I think you really hit the nail on the head that it is a move of the Lord that is happening in the world today. Um, in regard to sexuality. And I think one of the greatest things that I took away from the SILS conference was a feeling that I was safe there, that it, that it was safe to be, to ad admit my own brokenness, my own struggles. Um, it really felt like what I think church ought to be. Mm -hmm. There was a genuineness yeah. there. There was authenticity. There was grace. There was, I never felt once competition in any way, I never felt um, judged. Um, and I, I'm, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what future SILs, if they'll have that same feel exactly, because we were all ministry leaders coming together and um, in the future SILs, we're, we're gonna be equipping pastors. But I think that same underlying sense of, we are all sexually broken, we can all come and, and receive the grace that God has for us. And that this is something that is very close to the heart of God. And he cares about this issue in the church today. And so therefore he is guiding us and he is leading us to the truth that we need. So I'd love for our listeners to be able to hear. I mean, I know I've had you guys on the program before, but especially as we talk about this idea of, of collaborative ministry, um, how do you see your particular ministry field, the area in which you're really focused in, in ministry, how do you see that serving into this space of, of a collaborative effort? Because the reality is, is no one, no one of our organizations or ministries can cast a net wide enough to cover every single possible area. So the two questions I guess I have is, first of all, what's your area of ministry in, in how it connects to um, you know, the, the area of sexual integrity ministry. But then the other question, I guess, is what does it feel like to not have to do everything? <laughs> to, to know that there's other people out there that are also filling in all the gaps that you can't address in your ministry. 
I'll tell you how I feel about it. I love it. I love the fact that I'm, I continue to connect with more ministries and leaders that are going, hey, oh, you're doing that? Great. We don't have to do that. Oh, you're doing, oh, great. You know, we, you know, it's like we don't have to have that pressure on ourselves to feel like we got to be everything at all times. You know, I, I would say this. It's a, it's a great relief to know the, the problem of sexual brokenness is a problem for the body of Christ. And it's beautiful to know that it's the body of Christ addressing. It's not, it's not be broken. It's not the hope quest minister group. It's not true North. It's not authentic intimacy. Uh, it's not brush fires. It's the body of Christ coming together. And I, I love that aspect for us. You know, people used to ask Melissa and I all the time, uh, you know, Hey, why don't y'all do intensives? You know, y'all are, y'all are a great couple. Y'all's marriage survived. But I look out and I look at ministries like be broken and, you know, the intensive ministry that you guys have on the, the, the men's uh, intensive weekends, um, y'all are doing an amazing job at that. Why would I want to recreate that? So I look around and, and the Hope Quest does. The two big things we do, we provide residential addiction treatment. We're one of the only places in the country where you can come and find Christ-centered but clinically effective addiction treatment for both sex addiction and drug and alcohol addiction. And, um, you know, uh, we, we, we've invested in trained therapists who are certified sex addiction therapists and all of that, but that's an area that, that, that no one else was working in. So we're like, we're going to focus our energy there. Uh, and then small groups uh, is our other piece. And so we, we feel like we've looked and we've kind of decided, okay, these are areas where we feel gifted and called. These are areas, you know, uh, I'd love to have a cool podcast uh, like Jonathan does, but you know what? Pure Sex Radio is awesome. I listen to Pure Sex Radio every week. Why should I try to recreate something that Jonathan's already doing a great job of? Uh, you know, parents, what a burden for parents, but Anne's killing it with, with, with parents. So to see all of us able to do our unique piece, and that's the beautiful thing about this conference, the Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit, you're not just getting, you know, Jonathan's skill with intensives and, and, and the, the great information that comes out on Pure Six Ready. You're not just getting, um, you know, Julie's incredible discipleship teaching about sexual integrity and sexual discipleship. You're getting all of these ministries and all of the expertise, all they're coming together. And the synergy and the impact of that, I think, is, is, is going to be incredible from a training and equipping standpoint. Yeah, I think that was very well said. And for our ministry, True North, our, our mission is to equip parents to understand the sacredness of their sexuality and how to live it out in the power of Christ and then how to pass that on to the next generation, how to lead the next generation to do mm -hmm. the same. And, you know, Jonathan, you and I met through, uh, we had a Gateway to Freedom intensive workshop link on our website. And because we share great resources on our website, because even though, you know, our mission is to reach these parents, but we realize every single parent has something of their own, some struggle or some inhibition, or maybe, you know, something from their past that's keeping them from engaging with their children, or we can all grow in this area is what I'm saying. And so for us to be able to provide resources for these parents is amazing. So the Gateway to Freedom workshop was one that we provide on our website. HopeQuest is another. And uh, someone went to one of your intensives and y'all always ask, how'd you hear about us? And 
Jonathan heard about True North through an attendee at his um, intensive. And I just think that is a beautiful picture um, of the body of Christ coming together and the different parts having different roles and um, all of it coalescing and working together for the greater good and for the glory of God. So I'm so grateful. We sell books by so many different authors because there are so many great books out there for parents especially and others. So yeah, I don't know what I would do without those resources. I certainly couldn't create those resources and I'm really grateful to have them, honestly. Yeah, I always love to tell the story, Ann, about how you and I met because, you know, we get this guy that comes and I see True North and I was like, what on earth is that? You know, <laughs> I never heard of you guys. So I look you up and I was, I was like, that's cool. You know, because we, we see our stuff pop up on people's websites all the time. And we've seen that for many years. And so we love the fact that there's people doing that. But then when I saw what you guys did, I was like, okay, this, this is a ministry I want to be connected to because even through your website, it's so clear that you're collaborative, that you're not clinging tightly to some kind of proprietary right to the message of purity or whatever. And it's like, I was like, these are my people. These are the kind of people that I want to connect with because I do believe that when we, when we hold loosely as stewards of the grace that God has given to us, then we can actually be free to celebrate all of the wins that God does through any one of us rather than get all upset because maybe somebody is, you know, gaining spotlight or somebody's having one of their resources just take off and, and get bitter and angry about that because we've got a competitive mindset versus what I believe we're trying to create through this sexual integrity leadership summit through this, this movement that says, no, if you want to see uh, God get the glory, if you want to see people's lives change, no matter how God chooses to do that or who he chooses to do it through, then join this tribe. This is the, th these will be your people because um, unfortunately we've all run into those individuals and those ministries out there that don't actually have that mindset and that philosophy. So I do think that's an important distinction to make about how the leadership summit, the sexual integrity leadership summit operates is that this is continuing to be something that is um, about truly collaborative effort and so with that in mind, I want to ask you a question as, you know, we have listeners from all over the place. We have listeners that are, that are leaders in their church. We have listeners that are pastors. We have people that, that do have a heart and a passion for, uh, as you said, and passing it along to the next generation or, or being able to come alongside and mentor others. What would you say to those who are maybe being stirred in their heart right now to say, I have a desire to see God's church, to see Christ's bride purified. I have a desire to help. What would you say would be the benefit to that individual coming to the leadership summit in May? Well, I think, um, you know, everything begins with a first step. And so hearing or sensing the Holy Spirit quickening your heart over this, I would say, go with that and see what the next step is for you. And if at all possible, you know, come to the sales conference, check out the website, check out our speakers, go to their website, see what they're all about. And I think you will really find that this is a very unique experience, you know, opportunity for you. And I don't know what God will do in your life there, but I know he will do something. And I really believe that it will help your church. It will help you and your own family and your um, whatever ministry you might be leading. Bring your whole team 
you know, bring the leadership of your church so that you can go back and as a team, sit down and begin to really pray about what those good next steps would be for you because only you know the culture of your church and only you know how certain things would work in your church. And um, they're all, it's just going to be really amazing. Even the assessment, um, maybe Troy could talk a little bit more about that, how we're, you know, we're, we're giving opportunities to these church leaders to even assess kind of where they are in the process of moving my people toward sexual wholeness or, or even just beginning to talk about these things. So I would say, yes, take that next step. You know, I think, Jonathan, it's, it's real clear that if someone is, is listening to Pure Sex Radio, they care about this issue. And if they care about this issue, I think coming to SILS, coming to the Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit in Atlanta will allow them to walk away with some very practical tools and some very clear steps wherever they happen to be. They could be just, there could be nothing going on in their church at all. And they're going to walk away with some practical tools and some next steps about how to begin to do something in their church. They may be doing something in their church, but now they, they need to know, how do I take it to the next level? How can I, how can I really impact more people with this message of sexual discipleship and sexual integrity? Again, they're going to walk away with practical tools and clear next steps uh, that's our goal. Everyone that's teaching, both the plenary speakers and the breakout speakers, will literally have hundreds and hundreds of years of experience in this field from pastors and therapists and teachers. And people are going to be able to walk away with very practical tools and very clear next steps for them to be able to impact their own life, their local church, and the people that God's called them to there in their community. And I think that is the best reason to come to get that practical help in those clear steps. Yeah. And I want to give the listeners just a couple of, of uh, uh, just a few comments about just kind of what to expect at the uh, leadership summit. So we're actually have, we have four um, plenary speakers. Um, Dr. Julie Slattery is one of those, and she's a real thought leader, I think, in this area of, of sexual discipleship and, and how do we, how do we um, connect the, the, the grace and truth of the gospel with our sexuality and what does that look like? And then we've got two pastors from the Atlanta area. We've got Crawford Loritz, Dr. Crawford Loritz, and I think that's a name that a lot of people would know. I mean, he's a, he's a fairly well-known guy. And then uh, uh, Jason Dees is also a, a pastor in the area. So I love the fact that we're going to have some pastors speaking into this issue because uh, there's too many pastors that are kind of quietly suffering in silence, um, kind of in the dark and not not willing to step out here. And then we've also got Jay Stringer with us and I'm really excited about him. He's written a kind of a groundbreaking book that's got tons of research in it. And um, so those are going to be our main speakers. And then we've got, I think like 25 breakout sessions that we're going to have uh, different people leading. Um, and so there's going to be lots of training opportunities, lots of networking opportunities, lots of uh, connections to resources. Um, and so I think, uh, the one thing I would say to the people that are considering coming is come for the uh, come for the connections, come for the touch points, come for the the resources that you can glean. But I would say don't think that this is going to be like a a one time deal that hey you can you can comprehend and digest 
everything in the three days. Uh, this is May 2nd through the 4th. Um, but come for the connections and realize that the things that you're going to take away can have a long ongoing effect in your ministry. And hopefully it will just be kind of the, the foundation for what you can build on later. So, and also the other thing too, is it's not like this is the last leadership summit that's ever going to be going on or that there's not ways to continue to be, to, to grow. Um, but what else would you guys say about uh, the summit or just even kind of the whole idea here of collaboration that you think would be valuable to our listeners? You know, I, I would say this, Jonathan, one of the things that, that I'm most looking forward to is seeing people from last year's event. Um, just the, the sense of community, the sense of connection, the sense of, you know, hey, I'm not alone. Hey, I can't, I can't wait to see Blake. Uh, Blake and Melissa in Portland. Um, I'm so, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to fly from Atlanta to Portland. Uh, mm -hmm. But for them to be able to come to Atlanta and to see them and connect with them. So I, I, just the, the opportunities to make those connections. The other thing I'd say, it was interesting. Um, I was at my home group last night and, and we, we do groups. It's a, again, residential treatment and then support and accountability for men and wives. Uh, and uh, we have groups all over, probably 500 folks involved in Atlanta, but at my home group, which is our original group, I had about 100 guys there last night. What I'm saying to guys in group last night is this. Come with someone else. Don't come alone. Bring your pastor. Uh, bring uh, your associate pastor. Bring your small group leader. If you are the pastor, bring a couple of your lay leaders along. Don't come along. We're offering actually a discount for groups, uh, and they can get more information on the website for that. But come and bring someone else with you. This issue of sexual brokenness is, is a relational issue. It's dealt with in a relational fashion. So why not come with some friends to this event and let's work together to be all that God wants us to be and helping in this arena. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. Um, we are wired for relationship. And uh, when we go astray, you know, it's going to be through relationship that we're brought back into um, fellowship, I think, with God and with others. And, and I guess the one thing I might add is that you guys have been in ministry a lot longer than me. Um, when I began speaking about sexual brokenness, and it was my... My heart, my heart was broken over sexual brokenness through the anti-trafficking movement. So God used this issue of sex trafficking to kind of my attention. And that it may even be a touch point with some of the pastors out there. I have a feeling that there are some pastors, though, who are a little reticent about talking about sexual things. And I get that. And I believe me, I understand that. When I, I hate to tell people what I do at a dinner party. It is not all that exciting <laughs> in that moment. You know, <laughs> it could go but, one of two ways, right? Either it gets really quiet yeah. or becomes a confessional, right? Yeah. But what I love is seeing the fruit of our work. And, and it's very disarming when I come in and start talking in a compassionate way about sexual things. And this is what the leaders will find at the SILS conference. They will find a very compassionate approach Every single person out there has something related to sexuality that they're embarrassed about, that they're ashamed of, that they wish hadn't happened. Uh, it might be very severe or it might be very minimal, but we all have obstacles to talking about these issues. And I just want to encourage you to push through those. If the Lord is leading you, and I believe he really is leading a lot of, he will lead a lot of people to come, but it's because he has something greater than you can even imagine mm -hmm. in store for you. 
And so I just really want to encourage people to not, you know, point, pinpoint the obstacles. Think, why am I hesitating about this? And maybe that's a reason even to think more concisely or more clearly or, or more definitively about maybe I should go to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe God has something for me that I can't even imagine right now. It is a very compassionate and beautiful setting to begin to talk about sexual issues. Well, we've only got a couple minutes left, and I'd love to just ask if you have any other comments or anything else that you would like to share uh, with our listeners about your ministry or about the Leadership Summit. Yeah, Jonathan, I would, I would say this, you know, I, 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 a quick story. I've got a real good friend. Uh, his name is Tim Carpenter. He lives in Huntsville, Alabama. And when I first told Tim about this event, Tim began to think about, okay, I can bring this guy and I can bring that guy. And so at this point, Tim's actually bringing a group. It may, they may end up with a van full from Huntsville, Alabama, because Tim had the courage to stand up in his community and say, this issue matters. It matters to me. It matters to us. Let's go together, hang out with some other folks. Let's learn. Let's get some practical teaching. Let's get encouraged. Let's not feel alone so that we can make a difference here in Huntsville. And I think there's a lot of folks out there listening, Jonathan, and they're like, you know, I'd love to make a difference, but what can I do? I, 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 I'm not a speaker. I'm not a this. I'm not a that. I'm not a therapist. What you can do is you can grab a couple of other folks from your church, maybe your pastor, maybe some others, and come and hang out with us in Atlanta. And together, we can figure out what it is that God wants each of us to do. And we can be the body of Christ and we can impact this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I just can't wait to see what will come of it. I'm just asking people to come with open hearts and open minds. Um, God is at work and his plans and purposes will be accomplished. And I believe he has great things in store for, especially if you're a pastor or ministry leader, he has more for you than you can see right now in your church and for the people that you serve. So I would just encourage you to come and explore that. And what I would say too is, uh, you know, Pastors and ministry leaders, are we not all looking for greater opportunities for gospel intersections in people's lives? Yes. Well, let's, let's just be honest. There is no greater sin epidemic in our culture right now than everything that has to do with sexual brokenness. Yep. And so what better opportunity do we have at this time in history to be able to, to bring gospel intersections into people's lives because that's exactly where the gospel needs to penetrate is into people's sexual brokenness. And so I would say, you know, I don't know about you listeners, but I'm pumped. I want to go to the leadership summit. <laughs> and so if you want more information about that, just go to the website, sexualintegrityleaders.com. And uh, we'll make sure we have information about that in the show notes. Uh, there's also information there about these great people and their ministries, True North and Hope Quest, because they're some of the sponsors of uh, this leadership summit. But just go to sexualintegrityleaders.com and you can learn more about the summit. And also you can even register from there. Um, but we hope to see you there. And of course, listeners, we're always glad you're with us. Anne and Troy, thank you for being our guests this time. Thanks so much. Jonathan, thanks a bunch. Let, let, let me remind folks, uh, the early bird special is still alive. So you can get a huge discount on the conference. It's only $99 with the early bird special. So go check that out. If you need cards to pass out in your community or to some churches in your area, holler at us. We'll be happy to mail you some cards that you can use uh, to talk to others. But we, we want to help you 
uh, and we want to hang out with you. And Jonathan, we're looking forward uh, to doing that together with all of us. Absolutely. Well, again, listeners, thank you for being with us, and we'll see you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Take care. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.